welcome into another episode of the Cali Green Monster Show. It's Saturday evening, February 13th, 2021. This is not going to be a UFC 258 post-show. This is actually going to be one of the episodes, or maybe this might be the first episode, that there will be no sports talk on a Cali Green Monster Show. Some feedback I've gotten from people is that they'd love to support my podcast and love to support the show. However... With the demographic that I do try to reach with talking about sports and bullshitting about, you know, stuff in the sports world, people that don't know sports don't really get have much to really follow. So I'm hoping with this podcast, this is for you guys. I want to be able to talk about the latest episode of WandaVision, episode six. So if you are watching WandaVision or plan to watch WandaVision and you haven't seen episode six... This is your spoiler alert, just heads up. I'm going to talk about it in like a minute. So I want to talk about WandaVision. And then after that, in honor of Valentine's Day tomorrow, I figure I would share the story of the last Valentine's Day my wife and I had before my son was born because I felt like it was, you know, it's a, it's a story that makes me laugh and... I thought it'd be a a fun one to share for the podcast. So, yeah. Now, moving on to, like I said, WandaVision talk. So, again, this is the final spoiler alert. I'm going to talk about episode six. I'm not going to talk about it in great detail. I have literally zero notes. Actually, a little peek behind the curtain. If you've noticed that maybe the sound has sounded the best that the show's ever sounded, it's because I'd been looking for tips with podcasting and seeing how to get the best sound and best podcast studio quality. And one of the things that they suggested is to record from your car, since it's very good at blocking out noise from the outside world and the material on the inside of the car is very good at absorbing noises. So I'm currently yeah, broadcasting from the Tesla studios. I've had a couple people walk by at my apartment complex and kind of stared at me and I see that person at my apartment complex as that guy that just sits in his car and just talks to himself on a microphone. They must be thinking, man, that guy's life must be so sad. But little do they know I got a great life. I've just got things to say and I can't just I can't drive my wife crazy with all this all this stuff I talk about. So yes. Like I said, WandaVision talks. Episode six. It was right off the bat, it was a Halloween episode. It was kind of, now we've gone through the 50s, the 60s, the 70s, some like Full House-themed WandaVision show. This one was more of like, it kind of had a Malcolm in the the Middle-esque intro. So it's kind of like a late 90s, early 2000s-themed, and it was a Halloween episode. And right away, they're dressed up in their outfits, like a little Easter egg Apparently, Wanda was dressed up in her original comic Scarlet Witch outfit. So that's what she was wearing. And, you know, Vision comes in and he's dressed in his outfit, which I guess is that's his outfit from the comics. And it's funny. She mentioned, and thank you so much for cooperating and putting on that silly costume. Kind of like how, you know, any couple or a wife will make sometimes a husband wear an outfit. But Vision is kind of in on he knows what wanda's doing and he basically kind of gives her a smart ass remark kind of like 
well, that's the only clothes that was available in my closet, knowing that Wanda's controlling everything and basically gave Vision no choice but to wear the outfit. So she's excited for Halloween and she's really playing it up like because like she's she's controlling this whole show and so since it's a Halloween special she's trying to make it special and even telling Vision like oh it's our kids first Halloween even though it's they were born probably a week ago and now they're 10 11 years old or something like that but Vision's just not having it he's like I'm on neighborhood watch tonight I've got to go and even though Wanda is controlling all the world and she's controlling all the neighbors and stuff. She's been kind of trying to seem to give, wanting to give Vision his own, you know, trying not to like monitor Vision. She knows that he's he's in on it. He knows what's going on. So she's just kind of, you know, stepping back. But like, you're seeing more of the, the town in like the town that you haven't really seen yet so like all the other neighbors and all the other people that are under current kind of control is that like since Wanda's controlling everything she's obviously kind of in a has other people in just like a holding pattern not really as engaged as for example Vision's co-workers or some of the neighbors who seem to be completely there so, so, like, for example, Vision's walking by and seeing basically a part of the cul-de-sac or a part of the street or the neighborhood where everyone's just basically standing still and doing nothing. And he's even trying to talk to a lady, and she's just frozen still and can't really say anything. And then he even runs into their, you know, their neighbor. I think it was, like, Agnes or... I forget the name. Like I said, I'm kind of just chilling in my car, just talking into a microphone. So... At the end of the day, this is just me riffing on whatever, what I just saw earlier today. So he runs into their their neighbor that just is always bubbly and always showing up and just always there. But she's just sitting in a car and just almost as if she was trying to leave town. But she's just sitting there and just lost and telling Vision, like, I'm lost. I must have just took a wrong turn. I'm trying to go to the town Halloween thing. And Vision's just like, wait, you got lost in the town that you grew up in? So obviously he knows something's up. So he can basically snap these people out of their thing and the trance that Wanda has. So, you know, she's just kind of like, oh, dude, Wanda's not letting us leave. And she's just kind of almost like, are you going to help us? You're an Avenger. Are you, am I? And then she starts going like, am I dead? And Vision's just like what do you mean what do you mean like dead and she's like well you're dead so she's like almost like kind of starting to go crazy just laughing like there's just like nothing we can do and he's just like puts her back under her trance and is like i'm gonna do something i'm gonna figure it out so vision takes off and we you know he's gonna be up to something and he's just you realize he's walking towards the edge of town and meanwhile, this whole time, Wanda's been just playing the whole Halloween, like as if this is a Halloween special. The last episode, the big thing was the reveals that her brother showed up, but it wasn't just the brother from the MCU, the Pietro with the, the kick-ass Pietro. It was 20th Century Fox, Evan Peters Pietro. He showed up. 
So he's just been basically almost kind of taking the Vision role. He even says, like, when Vision's talking with Wanda about wanting to leave and not take part in Halloween, Pietro shows up like, dude, Uncle Pietro's got this. I'm going to take care of it or whatever. So he's just, you know, he's there, and he's definitely letting on to Wanda that he knows more than what everyone else knows, kind of like Vision. You know, he's even asking her, like, wow, like, I'm really impressed that you were able to do all this and even asks Wanda, how did you do this? And Wanda's revealing, like, you know, I don't know. The I just remember just being sad and darkness and aloneness, and the next thing I knew, this is what happened. So he's obviously aware of what's going on, but you're not quite sure. Is, is he Is he really her brother, or is he her brother from another like universe or something is that how we're bringing yeah like is that why he's different and that's why he's recast so my big theory has been this whole time is that the x-men are going to show up and i thinking you know and i was mentioning it was like because there was the reason why I thought the X-Men or specifically Professor X is it was an interview that we heard from the WandaVision actress Elizabeth Olsen saying that the ending show is going to have a Luke Skywalker showing up type moment from the Mandalorian. So I thought, yeah, that something epic. I thought that maybe Doctor Strange, but that wasn't big enough. That didn't seem like a Luke Skywalker moment to me. So that's why I thought the X-Men and Professor X... But now I'm thinking that Doctor Strange does still have something to do with it because the next Doctor Strange movie is called like Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness or something. So there's obviously going to be something with multiverses. All the rumors about the new Spider-Man movie is involving villains from the old Spider-Man movies, the Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield ones. So there's possibility that even the old Spider-Mans might show up. So there might be kind of like the the animated Spider-Man into the multiverse. So there could possibly be, since Wanda's brother from this universe has passed away, maybe Doctor Strange got her brother from the other universe to try to do something but then that's kind of raises other questions because the quicksilver from the other universe in the other movies in the 20th century fox he grew up you know in the 70s in in america and is magneto's son so that raises other questions and then especially because he talks about in the episode with wanda about when they were kids so it could be her brother, but, or it could just be that he's playing a role because he even says to Wanda at some point, I'm here to play the role of the uncle who's here to be goofy and to help or help out. And, you know, so he could just be someone playing a role. There's definitely a lot going on with this. I'm not someone who read the comic books, but I do read on the internet and stuff. There's people, you know, that are way more into this than me that are mentioning Mephisto 
who I'm not familiar with other than from what I've read when I'm reading stuff on WandaVision. And from my understanding and from what I've read is that he's like the Marvel Universe's version of like the devil. So he might be doing something like the the theory that I read. So like I said, I'm not taking credit for this at all. I read this somewhere on like an article that was posted on Yahoo is that, you know, this Mephesto guy who's like the devil he possibly could have done something with Wanda where she made some sort of an exchange where he brought back vision because, you know, vision's totally aware of stuff and he seems to be like the vision, you know, the real vision, except he has no recollection of his before life. When, you know, when he had that encounter with the neighbor where she was saying, Oh, you're Avenger. You can come help. He didn't know what an Avenger was because he has no memory of before. So could it be that this Mephesto or devil guy made a deal with Wanda and now like in a, a deal for where he brings back vision, but now in exchange, Wanda has to keep all these souls in this town captured or whatever for this guy. So maybe he's using Wanda Wanda's powers so like I said I don't really know much about this Mephisto I've, this is something I've just read and I think it would you know it sounded pretty interesting so I thought I'd share it with you guys and but I, I still think I'm still doubling down tripling down hammering down that Professor X is going to come and more X-Men are going to show up this is I feel like it's I feel it in my bones it's going to happen so yeah book it and uh, i think that covers the episode except for the last couple minutes where basically vision does get to the edge of the town and he's trying to get out and he does get out so that makes you kind of like there was a quick split second where you're thinking holy shit is was was wanda able to basically bring vision back to life but then right away, Vision starts to deteriorate because he's basically only a manifestation inside Wanda's little world that she created. And while that's going on, one of her kids has basically telekinetic powers and could tell that Vision was in trouble and tells Wanda. And then Wanda just goes ape shit, like epic, and she just extends the borders of the town. And it just like overwhelms and overvelops all the sword agents that are monitoring the situation and it was pretty funny because it just turns all the sword agents and their setup into just like a bunch of clowns and just a circus tents and stuff like that so you know that tells you exactly what Wanda thinks of those sword agents and you know Darcy she gets stuck in there I'm obviously leaving details there's a lot to unpack with this there was a lot of stuff going on with this but the basically the episode ends with you know the town the town's borders are now even farther out the sword agents i don't know if now since they it looks like a little carnival or circus and they look like clowns now i don't know if now they're if the sword agents are completely like incapacitated and can't do or if they're gonna be under wanda's spell so this show has definitely picked up its pace. I'm enjoying it de immensely. I still think the X-Men are going to show up. But, uh, yeah. 
Hope you guys enjoyed WandaVision. Let me know what you guys think about it. If you guys have any theories about where this show's going to go, how it's going to lead to other Marvel uh, movies or the MCU in general. So yeah, that's been uh, my review of WandaVision episode six. So with this week, you know, Sunday, tomorrow val being Valentine's Day, I've been noticing on Facebook a lot of people doing the Valentine's Day challenge and it's basically a, a whole list of questions of how you, you, you and your significant other met, first kiss, who said I love you, and all that stuff. And I figure I'd do something similar along the same vein, but I didn't want to do exactly the same because, you know, we can't all be exactly the same. We've got to stand out a little bit. So I figure instead of talking about and answering that list of questions, I thought it would be fun to share the story of my wife and I's last valentine's day before my son was born just because you know it ends up being kind of a funny story at the end and kind of gives credence to a lot of those sitcoms and cartoons where the dad or the husband is sometimes just like obnoxiously dumb as f and it's like there's no way husbands are that obnoxious and dumb but dude we we have our moments we try really hard and sometimes we just can't help it so what the game plan was is, you know how Valentine's Day is. On February 14th, restaurants are always overbooked, overpriced, and usually overrated for the holidays. So what the game plan was is that February 12th, we'll go do the fancy bougie dinner. We'll go do Ruth's Chris. We'll eat some fancy steaks, overpay for that. And then on Valentine's Day, we'll cozy up and just order a pizza and watch movies. And it's like, boom valentine's day on two nights just fucking killing it and yeah it was gonna be great comment though on Ruth chris goofiest name ever it just seems like such a like that whoever chris is must be like the hugest pussy just because it almost is just like he has to be like hey everybody i'm taken I, I'm Ruth's Chris, all right? I'm not just Chris. It can't just be Chris's steakhouse. It's got to be like, he's Ruth's Chris. It's like Ruth has straight up branded this fool. Like, you know he's one of those guys that probably has a tattoo, like like Ruth, like either like right on his butt or somewhere. Like, he's definitely got a Ruth tattoo. So, either way, fancy, fancy steakhouse, stupid name. But what can you do? I think it's perfect for Valentine's Day for to do the fancy, bougie Valentine's Day dinner at. So we go. You know, at the time, my wife and I were working together. So we work to get, finish the day at work, swing over to the Ruth's Chris at Del Mar, and, you know, have a killer dinner. It was great. Like I said, you're paying like $90 for steak. And but I guess if you're sucking down a couple old fashions, you feel okay about it. And it's like, I guess if you're not doing it all the time, it's, you know, it's worth it. I felt like it was kind of a bummer because at the time my wife was about like four, four and a half months pregnant and she wasn't eating any meat or anything undercooked. I didn't think about that when I was booking it. And when I booked the going to a steakhouse, if I would have thought of that, I probably would have done something else, but oh well. I mean, <laughs> I forgot what my wife ended up getting, but ended up being a really nice dinner. You know, having having a couple drinks, 
have a nice view of the ocean. Awesome. So we head back home and it's honestly, it's been like a really great Valentine's day. And we come home, like kick on like the music and make myself another drink. And it was just like, awesome. Like set in the mood and don't worry. This is going to turn. It's not turning into, into sexy time. It's actually going to turn into holy shit, Dean. Like, I don't know how you keep doing this and making it worse and worse. So this was the end of the day, basically. And it was a work day, mind you. And I'm one of those people at work, you know, you're, you drink coffee and you drink a cup after cup. And then after work, we went and ate steak. So now my belly was full of steak, had a couple old fashions. I think I had a coffee post dinner and then had another drink when I'm back at home. Basically, my tummy got upset and it was like, hey, um, so I got to go take care of some business and yeah so we got to like take a pause on the romantic night and you know papa's got to go to the bathroom so you know it's uneventful it's usually it's, it's it's business as usual and then for some reason you know i clean up and i flush and in my experience at the time i think i was 29 So in my 29 years of life, whenever like the toilet clogs, it's like the water will make noise and the water will rise and it'll stop. But this time, the water just kept rising and it was definitely one of those like, oh shit moments, like, like literally and figuratively, like the water, everything's coming up and it's, it's, it's now like getting close to the, to the seat. And, you know, I, I I remember, you know, I kind of, you know, I'm buzzing, you know, the, the hubby's buzzing right now. And I remember, but I still remember, like, thinking, like, dude, just keep cool. You got this. So I thought the way to stop this would be to remove the top from the tank and to press the plug to like prevent the water from filling into the tank so what i do is i we had a a really nice painting that was like just on top of our toilet kind of just on top of the tank so i take the painting off and i place it into our bathtub you know so i can take the top of the you know the tank off so i take the top of the tank off and meanwhile my wife hears the commotion and She opens the door to see me kind of scrambling with, you know, my pants and underwear around my ankle and the water about to now start overflowing out of the toilet. She's just like, Dean, 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 just, just, just turn the water off. Just turn the water off. And I'm kind of like, babe, don't worry. Don't worry. I'm just going to, I'm just going to plug the the water. I'm just going to plug the the, the hole. Like it'll stop the water. And she's just like, no, no, Dean, just, just, just turn the water off down low. And I'm like, don't, don't worry. Don't worry. And now the water's starting to <laughs> overflow out of the toilet. And my thing's not working. Because if anything, I was clumsy. And now I dropped the um, the cap, the big, huge porcelain lid of the tank. I drop it into the tank of the toilet. And when that happened, it like whacked a hose 
that just started shooting water against the wall. So now there's just like water shooting against the wall and toilet poop water just coming out of the toilet. And then I dropped the, the thing, you know, the, the cap of the tank into the tank. I didn't realize that when I did that, it smashed into the bottom of the tank and then busted a fat hole. So now there's a big hole in the bottom of the tank. It just is proceeding to flood water now into the bathroom. The hose that, like I said, got disconnected keeps shooting water at the at the wall. Meanwhile, my wife is just sitting there with her hand on her head, just like Dean, 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 just 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 turn off the water, just just turn off the water, Dean. And I'm just like, yeah, d- don't worry about it. I I I got it. I got it. Like. I'm, we don't need it. Don't worry about that. It's, it's, it's done. It, it, like it's done though. The water stopped going, you know, I'm like, like I said, I think I'd fixed it. It, it, you know, it, it wasn't pretty, but I felt like we had fixed it. Next thing I know, the little hose thing where the water had stopped, it starts shooting water again at the wall. And I'm just like, Oh fuck. Oh fuck. Okay. Okay. I, I will turn the water off at this point. But I had one leg in or out of the shower. And I had one leg kind of just balancing in the shower. And then I just like, like I said, couple old fashions deep. Whiskey will do that to you. I stumble. I fall back into the shower. I just hear, I just hear Diane being like, Dean, watch for the, and then I hear crunch. Foot goes right through the fancy painting that my brother-in-law gave us as a present when he had an art exhibit it was like something that we really liked and it was just like oh my god and my wife's just sitting there with her hand on her head and just like just just please just turn the just turn the water off so i finally get the water off everything is you know the storm has finally left has left the shore and now it's just time to assess the damage so Our really nice Valentine's Day dinner and evening has now turned into proceeding to get the mop and cleaning up and just cleaning up the bathroom. That takes a good hour or so. We think it's all done. At this point, there's no, we're not in Valentine's Day mode anymore. It's time to just clean up, take a shower, and go to bed. Well, so this happened, all this happened in basically the, our first bathroom. So like the bathroom that's for like the living room and guests would use. So when I went to the master bathroom, which shares a wall with that bathroom, I guess the water, it made such a leak. It proceeded to seep under the wall into our closet and then into the other bathroom and like up through the floorboards. So it was like, okay, well now we got to clean this. And for the next week and a half, our apartment was like completely tarped, like both bathrooms with fans running 24 seven for a week. And that was, yeah. I mean, I felt like, I had done pretty good that Valentine's Day. I felt like, you know, I did the, the right job. I I, I, got, I gave flowers. I treated my wife to an excellent 
overpriced dinner. And yes, and I keep saying overpriced dinner, and I know people being like, oh, Roos Chris is great. But here's the thing. Go to Costco. Spend 50, 60 bucks to get yourself some nice steaks. Don't overcook the steaks, and it comes out just as good as Roos Chris. I swear to God. Diane's Dean, those steaks are just as good, if not better, than Roos Chris, and they're cheaper. So, yeah, they are overpriced. But, yeah, it was... A really great Valentine's Day, but then I felt like I had my Homer Simpson, my Peter Griffin moment of just literally, you know, I guess the phrase there is shitting the bed, but I think I literally, no, I shit the bathroom and um, kind of put a little poopy, but now in retrospect, kind of a funny moment and, you know, lighthearted moment and something that it was fun to, to share to people. So hopefully you guys enjoyed that, and I hope you guys enjoy your Valentine's Day with your loved ones. If you guys do have loved ones to share that with, or a significant other to share that with, give a shout out to my wife. I love you. Happy Valentine's Day. I look forward to spending it with you and our son. You know, even though that story was the the story of our last Valentine's Day alone together before, you know, we were blessed with having a child to, to share it with. You know, it was a great memory, and if anyone thinks that Valentine's Days aren't fun anymore when you have kids, it's not. It's just, you know, it's more it's more of your love to be able to spread around. So, ugh, hopefully no one takes that the wrong way. <laughs> With that, happy Saturday evening, everybody. I hope you enjoyed this non-sports episode of a Cali Green Monster show. From my Tesla studios, have a great evening. Peace. Peace.